the evolving ransomware situation. I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Miko Hupanen, global cybersecurity expert and chief research officer at FSecure. Welcome back, Miko. Thanks for having me. Remind us what you do at FSecure. Well, as the chief research officer, I'm in charge of maintaining our threat assessments and basically understanding who we are fighting. So I spend my time trying to understand where the attacks are coming from and who are behind the attacks. The cyber threat of ransomware is nothing new, but it seems to be getting worse. What are the ransomware trends that you're seeing, Miko? You're right, ransomware has been around for years, but we are seeing very clear shifts in the methods that the gangs are using to make money with ransomware. And this basically comes from the fact that companies are now better and better in maintaining up-to-date backups of everything because they now understand just how bad a problem ransomware attack can be. And this has now led to sort of like an arms race where the ransomware gangs are coming up with new mechanisms to make sure that the victims have to pay the ransom even if the victims are able to restore backups to get all their own data back. Describe those mechanisms, if you will. It's really pretty basic. Attackers, before they wipe the data on the systems, make a copy of the data. And then these ransomware gangs are running public websites where they announce these victim companies and threaten to publish information they copied from the victims if they don't pay the ransom. And to make these threats realistic, they actually do that. We have several examples of, of companies which have been hit by modern ransomware, which refused to pay the ransom, and they did have backups to recover their own data, but they then ended up with their email archives or their project plans posted on the public internet because the attackers had them and they wanted to revenge because they didn't get the money they were looking for. We interviewed IBM's Wendy Whitmore about their cost of a data breach report for 2020. IBM found that the average data breach costs an organization 3.8 million US dollars and 280 days to identify and contain. How does this compare to what you've seen? Well, if we'll just look at some of the latest ransomware payments from the biggest and most public cases, I mean, that sounds like chump change. We've seen companies pay over $10 million to ransomware gangs just to make sure that they don't post information stolen from those organizations to the public web. And this is always a risky business because these companies are dealing with criminals. And obviously you can't trust these criminals to follow through. However, mostly this seems to play out. We actually don't have examples of ransomware gangs which wouldn't follow up with these, with their words. So if, if you pay, they seem to actually delete the information they hold. And this is a bit weird, but these gangs, these criminal organizations need a good reputation. If they would have a reputation that paying gets you nothing and, and they won't recover your files or they will still post your files publicly, well, in the future, nobody would pay. So it's a bit weird situation that these criminal organizations actually need a good reputation if they want to keep continuing crimes like these in the future. 
What role has the global pandemic played in ransomware attacks? Ransomware attacks in some ways are easier to do during this global remote working um, system because everybody is now working remotely and everybody is connecting through VPN systems to the, the, the corporate backends or to the administration systems. Some of these cases have started from email attacks, but the email uh, attachments or phishing links, which have been part of these ransomware cases, have enabled the attackers to gain access to remote access tools. So they are sitting on the home computer of an employee working remotely from his home, but using remote access, they gain access to corporate backend and have been able to reach everything they want to reach through those systems. It is a big challenge, but um, in many ways, we believe ransomware problems are with us in the long haul. They will continue to be a problem even after the pandemic is over. Does a cloud-based data storage strategy help protect against ransomware or does that just make it a bigger, more attractive target? Cloud-based systems do help if you're only fighting against overriding ransomware. Like if, if you have up-to-date backups and you typically do have up-to-date backups of your cloud storage, you don't have to pay a ransom just for that. Unfortunately, it doesn't help you at all if the attackers have been in your system for extended periods of time and have copied all the data they wanted from your system and, and threatened to publish it. And these gangs that threaten with publication of information stolen from their victims don't just post the information into dark web or into Tor hidden service. They actually have websites in the public web. For example, the Maze Gang runs a public website which anybody can find with Google. And that's where they post the information they've stolen from their victims if the victims don't follow up and pay the ransom. Based on the state of the art in ransomware attacks, what are your recommendations for preventing and, and mitigating these attacks? Well, clearly the optimal solution is that you wouldn't have to worry about this at all. So you really try to keep the attackers out of your network at all times. Um, sure, backups help, but really you would rather not have this problem in, in the beginning. You would rather keep them out all the time. However, there's an unlimited number of ways of gaining access to corporate networks. And that's, I think, the key here. You shouldn't assume that your defenses will be able to keep every ransomware attacker out all the time. You should assume that they will be able to gain access to your network. However, if you're able to detect them very quickly, that's enough. Ransomware gangs don't just immediately start overriding files. They typically are in your network for hours, days, even weeks. In many cases, they spend the time to do lateral movement, to find their access to different servers, different data centers, to your backups and further. So if you are monitoring your network, if you're able to detect anomalies in your network, you should be able to pick up that there's something happening and that's, that's enough to detect and remove the attackers before they're able to launch the attack. So don't only focus on keeping the attackers out. Also assume that regardless of what you do, they will get in. But you have time to detect them before they're able to launch their attacks. Miko Hipponen, global cybersecurity expert and chief research officer at FSecure. 
if somebody wants to connect with you, Miko, what's the best way they can do that? Good way to reach me is on Twitter, where I am, Miko. That's M-I-K-K-O. Thanks again for joining us, Miko. Thank you. And find more of my interviews right here or at tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching. Thank you.